He'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget, uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace giving uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well. Uh, give the website and on our app, uh, Givelify. Shall we pray? Oh, gracious Father in heaven, we thank you again for another week. Lord, it's past and a new week upon us. We're going to take for granted that you guided and protected and kept us. And Lord, for that we say thank you. Recognize, Lord, you're an awesome God. We give you all the praise and glory, Lord, even before you do it. We know you're working things out for our good and your glory. Lord, for that we say thank you, O oh God. Bless us this upcoming week, Lord. You know what we need, Lord. You know what we stand in need of and what we're praying for, Lord. And we know you'll be a deliverer, Lord, a provider, and a keeper, Lord. And we ask you to bless us this next coming week. Anoint us. Give us favor, Lord. Bless us, all those under the sound of our voice, whatever it is. Lord, let your will be done in our life. We love you and we thank you. We praise your name. Lord, we ask you to bless this weak, feeble servant that I am. Give me strength from on high. Lord, to be a blessing, Lord, to be a word giver, Lord, to give what you want to be said to someone who may need change broken, Lord. Breakthroughs, breakouts, breakaways. We ask you right now in the Son, darling Son, Jesus' name. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus the Christ's name, we pray it all. Amen. Thank you again to be glad to be with you again with this few minutes with Pastor Mac podcast. Once again on this Sunday, the fourth Sunday of August 2023. Glad to have you listening audience and all those who've listened to or have um, in the past uh, been able to be with us. Thank you again. Uh, we've been still going, uh, I believe, ever since the pandemic. Uh, so God has been with us to keep on going. Uh, last week, I gave you the text of James chapter 1, uh, 2 through 4. James 1, 2 through 4. Next week, the Lord says the same first Sunday. I will still be in our Faithful and Trial series. So next week, 1 Peter 5, 8 through 10. 1 Peter 5, 8 through 10. But today, James 1, 2 through 4 again, our Faithful and Trials series. Um, still going with our church theme of living faithfully in 23 motto for this year, my plan, the work, work, the plan. Uh, 
Today's scripture, James 2, or 1, 2 through 4. I'll be reading the CSB translation, whatever translation you have, we ask you to follow alone. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. The grass withers and the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand for ever. Consider it pure joy. Some say count it all joy, some translations. My brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kind, I just want to tag this harmonic notes this morning. Don't wait till it's over. Don't wait till it's over. Story goes, one day a man saw a tiny ant carry a big stick along the ground. He bent down and watched the creature carry something heavier and bigger than his little ant body. Then he noticed the ant came to a chasm, a small ditch, but one much too deep and wide for the ant to cross. He wondered what the ant would do now. The ant gently but deftly laid the stick down and created a bridge across the ditch. Then the ant walked over to the other side. The ant then picked up the stick and continued his journey. The man thought how that image could speak to him about God's will for us when we face the chasms of hardship. What appears sometimes to be a weight can actually be God's bridge to our future, to our breakthrough, to our breakout, to our deliverance. Psalms number 34, 19, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. We need not wait till all the afflictions are over, all the trials and tribulations and things and suffering you face in life, he will deliver us from it all. We need trials. Dwight L. Moody said, God had one son without sin, but he never had a son without trial. Spurgeon said, trials teach us what we are. They dig up the soil and let us see what we are made of. We need trials to become all that we can be. But while we go through, we don't have to wait till it's over. The song said to shout now, but we can keep on praising. We can keep on lifting up his name for all he's done. And if you're not out of your trial, you still have time to get out. But while you're still in, go ahead and give him some thank you for what he has done and what he is doing for you. Well, let's look at the verse. James says, verse 2, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kind. First, believers should expect trial. What James is giving us is a warning or a, 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 a shout out about not if, but when you face. It is a certainty that you will face trials. And he sends us to trials to make us more like Christ. So it has to be some kind of system, some kind of network to help prune away as 
the Bible says he cuts away the, the dead stuff out of our life to prune us and has to be, well, trials help to do that. Difficult times help to do that. What are trials, you ask? Trial is a divinely ordained difficulty that God causes or permits that he may grow us and conform us into the image of his son. Look at that. Huh? Conform us into the image of his son. Everything we do should be uh, conforming to a get closer to a becoming more like Jesus. The word count is used in some translations instead of consider. It's a Greek word, a Greek hevgathsema, uh, which is an accounting term. The word relates to organizing or collecting things. Count or consider it all joy in the face of trials means to adopt a mental posture that fights to see hardships as an opportunity for growth in the gospel. Preach Pastor Mac, I'm doing the best. I can your reaction to said trials determines your results of the trials. Let me say that again. Rewind, press play. Your reactions determines your results. Christians in crises are actually going through extreme makeovers. Something needs to be done on the inside. Something needs to be done so hardships can transform us into something beautiful. Matter of fact, matter of fact, the closer we get to Jesus, the better looking we are. <laughs> that is cause for unspeakable joy, not because of the pain, but because of the purpose behind it. It's God's providence, and you have bad days on purpose. Remember, the closer we get to Jesus, the better we are. And God uses trials to develop us spiritually. And you can't have it good every day. You. If you got too lazy, you got too too stuck in where you are, you wouldn't grow. So trials come, James said, expect them. Expect trials. In verse number three, believers should be patient in the trial. Well, since you know they're coming, since you know you're going to have them, just be patient. I mentioned you last week, the text, patience was in there. Patient, be patient. Patient seems to be an ongoing thing. Uh, dealing with at least after the first church has been uh, uh, created and is moving. Persecution comes, trials come, situations come, but be be patient. Paul said, be patient. Here James is saying, be patient. Peter said, be patient. Be patient in what? Your trials. It just ain't going to pass by because somebody come lay their hands on you and wish it's your season. It don't work like that. It, it, it don't work like it don't work like that. Quit telling folks to tell you that your season is coming out. God determines that. He He may have you to be in there a little longer. You need some more cooking. Huh? Uh, knowledge of the story is when cooks in the kitchen, they want to test to see if it's done. They stick a fork in it, and if it's sticky, when they pull it out, that means it needs to go in the oven a little longer. And sometimes we need to stay in the oven a little longer because God is not finished cooking. For us, that's why be patient. Tell somebody, be patient. Be patient in your trial. Verse 3 said, because you know that the testing of your faith produces what? Perseverance. So here James switches from talking about trials to talking about the testing of your faith. 
And what he said in verse 3, the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Patience. Trials confirm our faith. Trials build and strengthen spiritual muscle. Testing produces endurance. That's why if you ran track, excuse me, been person, I ran long distance when I was in high school and you didn't start out ready to run. You had to build up and build endurance and then you look back and you got stronger. You can run farther. We build up endurance. <laughs> when we patient in our trials, something beneficial happens in our life of a believer. Uh, when trials are there, endurance, patience, building and strengthening the spiritual muscle. That's what we got to have. Helps us to respond better. When folk get on our nerves, help us to do better. When things seem to be all right, you're building up your spiritual muscle. Trials, trials uh, can make you better or they can make you bitter. Mm. Yeah, that, that's, that's, a, that's a good one. That's a make you bitter or make you better. Trials can be stumbling stones or stepping stones. That's a good one. Huh? That's, 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 Trials can make you or break you. Trials can drain you or train you. It depends on how you look at it. See, that's why, that's why the patience comes in because if you're patient and we understand the word of God, God is delivering us through this as the psalmist wrote, then we don't have any reason to rush through this because it's for our good. Yeah, training, trials can drain you or train you. Make you or break you. Make you bitter or make you better. Depends on how you look at it. Depends on how you're taking advantage of what God has given us. You don't have to wait. That's one reason why we don't have to wait till it's over because we know it's working out for our good and his glory. A lot of us get confused and, and we want to run to God and say, God, why am I going through this? I, but I, what I do, I ask for help while I'm going through something. Lord bless mean then i pray for the lord bless somebody else who's going through some stuff i, I told you last sunday we got to quit being so selfish in our prayer we got to pray for others lord bless somebody here lord bless that man lord bless the family lord bless some and god will bless us because we're thinking about somebody else but don't let the trials make you bitter don't let the trials break you don't let the trials drain you Helps build us up in this, this Christian walk. <laughs> it helps to make us labor proof in this Christian walk. You won't be so easily deterred when it comes to doing things for Jesus. <laughs> if you're patient in your trial, expect them. Then be patient in them and watch God do some things for you. The first place we leave, and I use this often, is that we leave the church and the first sign of trouble comes our way. Leave the church and God's people thinking that we did something to you or, or them or whatever the cause, the case may be. But don't, don't look at it that way. Look at it as God is working out some things in my life. It's trials, trials can help us do a whole lot better for the kingdom. And then, and then, then lastly, uh, James wants us not only to expect trials, 
Not only to be patient in the trial, but look at look 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 at verse four. Said, "Let's let perseverance finish its work, so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking any thing." I'm almost done this podcast, but I'm gonna tell you. Lastly, believers should be better after the trials. <laughs> yeah, we expect them to be patient. After all that should be better after the trials. What James wrote, that you may be more mature and complete. Not lacking anything. The closer we get to Jesus. If you read on down in the chapter, I hope I had a chance to read the entirety of chapter 1. But it states in verse 12, blessed is that man who perseveres under trial. How many of us under the sound of my voice can say we've persevered through the trial without having to go, go and tell God, ask God, why me? It's human nature to say, woe is to me, woe me, and why me, and all such. But as soon as we say those words, there should be an understanding of what God is trying to do for us. Can't let the enemy discourage us. He looks to weaken us, turn us against one another. But this will only make you better. Makes you a better minister. When you encourage someone, when you pray for someone, you are ministering. And when you're going through trials, it makes you a better minister. There's one way we can minister even more effectively. That's when we have gone through a hardship and they can, we can express empathy with someone who is going through a trial. Second Corinthians 1, 4 through 7, Paul wrote, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. Well, you can be a better witness when we go through suffering and we still love God. It causes others to listen to our testimony. They see the scars from life on us and we can be a better witness because we have proof that we've gone through some stuff that helps us make it better for others to listen to us. Then you can be a better child of God. Psalms number 119 and 68. Before I was afflicted, I went astray. But now I obey your word. You are good. And what you do is good. Teach me your decrees. Oh, brothers and sisters, yes, afflictions, trials, tribulations will make us better and more obedient. You may look and say, why must I go through storms and rain? Don't take pity on yourself. Do remember that Abraham went through 25 years before he got Isaac. Don't take pity on yourself. Remember Joseph took 13 years from the pit to the prison to the penthouse. Don't take pity on yourself. 
Just remember Moses uh, some 80 years uh, before he was ready to lead God's people. Uh, God must do something in us uh, before he can do something through us. Uh, Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians uh, 4.17, For our light and momentary trouble uh, Achieving for us uh, an eternal glory uh, that far outweighs them all. Uh, that's good news to know that this little light momentary uh, inconvenience, uh, it won't last always. Uh, and that eternal glory uh, is to come. Uh, a little girl went to the doctor. She needed a checkup for an illness. Uh, but mama, told the daughter, when this is all over, I'm going to get you some ice cream. And when they finish running the test and taking blood from your little body, mama said, I'm going to get you some ice cream. And while the girl was in the room, the nurse asked her, why are you smiling so much? All these needles and machines testing you out, but you are still smiling. And the little girl said to the nurse, Mama said, when this is all over, I'm going to get some ice cream. So I'm just thinking ahead about who about how good it's going to be uh, when I get some ice cream. Uh, yes, Lord. Uh, so I'm not waiting till this is over. I'm already excited uh, about what I'm going to get uh, when this is over. Uh, and just like that little girl, uh, we ought to thank him for all he's brought us through uh, and what he has for the future. Uh, because the Spirit causes us uh, to rise above our circumstances uh, and do what rejoice. Uh, and since all things uh, work together for our good, uh, we can rejoice. Uh, so don't wait till it's over. Uh, Give him some praise, and that's why we ought to love him today, because he made a difference in our lives, and how many on the sound of my voice can testify that he changed your life, and you're no longer the same. You didn't let trials come and take your joy take your happiness uh, you still rejoicing uh, for all he's done uh, you can give him glory uh, you can give him praise uh, even though you might be going through some stuff uh, you might be going through some pain uh, but he's still God uh, and he's still good uh, and he deserves uh, all the praise and if I keep on praising, he will deliver me. So get ready to give him glory for all he's done. And I still stood, but I'm going to tell you that one Friday night, they marched him up Kyrie's Hill, nailed nails in his hand, nailed his feet, river to the sun, and he died. He done. 
and he took him off that cross, uh, put him in a borrowed tomb. But on the third day, he rose with all power in his hand. So I don't have to wait till it's over. I can shout now for all he's done. Say yes. Say yes. Give him glory and praise for all he's done. Yes, he will deliver you. Yes, he will make ways out of no ways. Won't he do it? Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better uh, and get saved, allow him to come into your life, Simply say this prayer, Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org. Or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org. Contact us and someone from our discipleship team. I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line. We love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you. And we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. I need to hear your sound.